Um, let me read you uh, two Bible verses in the Old Testament. Uh, Proverbs 11:24 says, "One gives freely, yet gains more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty." And then uh, Psalm 112, verse 9, he has given freely, he has given to the poor. I pulled these two out because there's a a Hebrew verb used in both of them that's very unusual. Uh, In both cases, the English translation tries to get that across, but it doesn't do it in a very good way. It says, one gives freely, but comes to poverty, Pardon me, one gives freely but gains more, another withholds unduly but comes to poverty. In both cases, it says one gives freely. And they're trying to convey a Hebrew word, pazur, that is seldom, if ever, used to talk about financial generosity. Uh, It's a word that means to, to scatter. It means to disperse. It means to throw it out there. It's actually a word that actually means excessive or even brashly. There's a normal word, the normal word that's used for generosity in the Old Testament is the Hebrew word Nathan. If your name is Nathan, uh, that's your, this is is the root of it. And the Hebrew word for uh, Nathan means the gift. It's translated giving or gift. And it means to, to transfer value from one person to another person. It means to sort of pick up and insert something that was over here and put it over here. But that's very different, you see. In other words, Nathan, here's, here's the physical image. Nathan is like this. And Pazur is like that. Just throw it away, get it out there, you know, let it go. And it's intriguing that the, that the word is used for financial generosity because it seldom is. It's, in fact, in most cases, it's used rather negatively. So for example, in, in Jeremiah 3, the word is used for promiscuity. It's when, uh, when God is uh, speaking to Israel and calling uh, Israel, he said, you're like, a, you're like a harlot, you're like a, a loose woman who scatters your sexual favors promiscuously. That's the word. Uh, in uh, Psalm 147, it's more positive, but it says God scatters the frost on a, a cold morning. See, in, in each of those cases, The idea of scattering means not just uh, picking up a gift and putting it down somewhere else, it just means widespread scattering and distribution. Now, if financial generosity, which is lauded here, it's it's, it's praised by by God, Um, if that's that's a word that the Bible uses for the kind of generosity we as believers ought to be showing, what are the implications? Five implications, okay? And as some people are going to say, Tim, I thought you only get three implications out of any Bible verse. And the answer is you old dogs can learn new tricks. <laughs> Here's five. First of all, there's an implication for the amount of your giving. This word implies something for the amount. And what is that? It ought to be shocking. It ought to be brash. It ought to be uh, beyond what it should be eye-opening. So the idea of scattering, not just inserting, but just throwing it out there. Uh, One standard for biblical giving is the tithe, okay? A second common standard for biblical giving is the sacrifice, right? So give a tithe, give sacrificially. Let me give you a third one. 
The third standard for biblical giving is the shock. The level of giving, your level of giving should be shocking to people. Other people in your economic class ought to look at it and think it's crazy. Because that's what that word means. It means, it means actually to be lavish almost, it, it, it means to be, well, lavish is at least, at least lavish. It actually means to be brash. It actually, it means to be, just give it away. Be crazy. Is your giving eye-popping? Now, obviously, you're supposed to, you know, not let the right hand know what the left hand is doing and all that. You're not supposed to be letting everybody know how generous you are. But if anybody knew how generous you, would, you were, would they be amazed? So the first implication is for the amount. Second implication is for your attitude toward the gift once you've given it. Um, the whole idea is giving it away. It's the, 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 to scatter means you really let it go. And of course, on the one hand, if we're thinking about seed sowing, and we're gonna to get to this in a second, because Paul quotes Psalm 112, verse nine, where it says he has scattered his gifts to the poor, and he quotes it in, in 2 Corinthians 9, and he says, this is like sowing. He says, those who sow bountifully will reap bountifully. So Paul is looking at this the way ancient farmers handled their seed. They got rid of it. They expected to get out of there. Now, of course, if you're a farmer sowing seed, you want to make sure your seed actually gets into the ground so it actually produces fruit. And in that sense, if you're giving to an organization, you want to make sure that money's not being wasted. If you're giving to an organization, you want to make sure it's, it, there's good stewardship, right? Of course, you want it to get into the ground. You want it to bear fruit. But the fact is, it's, that it's one thing to be care, concerned about stewardship. There's another, it's another thing for a giver to then try to control the organization that you've given to, because you want to make absolutely sure that this money of yours is really being used in a good way. And of course, what that means is you haven't let it go. See, so there's an implication for your attitude toward it. And that is you really have scattered it. He gives freely, okay? So there's an implication for amount, it ought to be shocking. There's an implication for your attitude toward the, the, the giving, the gift, once it's been given away, that it really is a way. You care about stewardship, but you don't try to control the organization. Number three, there's an implication for all of life. This is too big a subject for a, a brief morning devotional. Uh, but if you think about it, this principle runs through the whole Bible and through all of life. Look at Jesus, and you'll know this. The way up is to go down. The way to have real power and influence is to serve. The way to really be happy is to stop thinking so much about your own happiness and try to make other people happy. Okay. The way to uh, become rich, and we'll talk about this in one second, is to give your money away. In other words, it's because why? Because the way Jesus Christ triumphed was through losing. He came to earth and he was rejected and he was betrayed and he was tried and he was killed. This is called a loss. This is called, this is not a triumph, this is a loss. And yet his loss was his greatest triumph. And it does run through uh, life from top to bottom in this principle. Hold on, Jesus says you have to lose yourself to find yourself. Hold on to yourself, don't give it away, don't give it to God, don't give it to anybody else, and you'll never find out who you are. <laughs> give yourself away and you'll find out who you are. Give yourself away in service to God and others 
It runs through, listen, you know where it says, he who scatters, gathers. And he who hoards, loses. It's a paradox, it's supposed to be a paradox. If you hold on to your children too tightly, you will lose them. If you're willing to let go of them, you might keep them. It's a principle that works all the way through life. However, the danger, and I gotta say this is a danger, once you find out that there's a blessing that comes from giving your money away, it could be extremely easy to listen to this proverb, scattering gathers and gathering scatters. <laughs> scattering, in other words, by scattering, by giving it away, you increase. By hoarding it, you decrease. And you say, aha, suddenly you become like Abraham, who didn't do this. He didn't go up that mountain saying, I get it. All I gotta do is act like I'm gonna give Isaac away. <laughs> and then I'll get him back and I'll get credit for having given him up. In which case, of course, he would not have been giving Isaac up. He wouldn't have been giving, see, if you give something away because you know you're gonna get something back and you actually have a little list of what those things are gonna be that you're gonna get back, then guess what? You're not scattering, you're not giving. You're giving to yourself. You're giving to the poor, you're giving to ministry, you're giving, all this, you're giving to yourself. If you expect that, oh, if I just do all this, I'm gonna get happy, I'm gonna get blessing, I'm gonna have a great image out there in the, no, 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 no. Scattering gathers. Gathering <laughs> scatters. It's paradoxical. Jesus did it, it works all through life. Fourth, it's an implication for the amount, implication for your attitude toward the giving, an implication for all of life. But fourth, it, this is a major implication for how you understand it when Paul said, what it means when Paul says, if you reap so bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. See, when Paul says, if you give your money away, if you, if you sow, you will reap. And many prosperity people, prosperity gospel preachers, I've heard them say, if you give money to my ministry, you will find your business just starting to bloom because if you give your money away to the Lord's work, God will just give you more money in the future to give away. Now, some of you know, I'm sure people in this room know that actually that's how it has worked out. It may have worked out for you like that. But don't, don't forget, you can't go up the mountain saying all I have to do is give Isaac away and then I'll get him back and I'll, you know. No, 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 no. And besides that, that's not how the metaphor works. The metaphor is not saying if you give more money away, you will become richer. It is not saying that, why? Because when you sow seed, you don't reap seed, you reap something else, you reap food, something better, but it comes back to you. Yes, it comes back to you, the seed comes back to you if you've sown it, but in a different form. And what, that, what does that mean? When Paul talks about fruit, when, usually when Paul talks about fruit in the New Testament, He's either talking about the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, you know, growth in Christ-like character, which by the way is real riches. But then on top of that, he also talks about, uh, you know, he's often saying, I wanna go to you, I wanna come preach to you and bear fruit there, meaning he's changed lives. And here's the possibility, it's possible that if you give your money away, shockingly, uh, if you give your money away lavishly, without trying to control the people you're giving it to, that God will actually make you richer because he might look at you and say, hey, you know, you're a wonderful conduit for my money getting out there into ministry. 
But that's not the promise. That's not what it means. Because to sow, if you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. The reaping is in a different form, a better form. Change lives. Your change life. To change lives of people around you. And see, the Christ-like character, lives changed into the image of Jesus Christ, will last forever. Your money won't. Here's one last thing. This scattering gathers, gathering scatters also gives us, it's all, there's also a lot of implications for how you understand what happened to Jesus Christ. I'm actually gonna get back to this tonight, so I'll just say this in like 60 seconds. You know what was happening when Jesus Christ was uh, given 39 lashes? You know how the 39 lashes worked? It was a whip, it was a tongue, uh, it was a whip with all these little pieces of bone and metal on it so that when you whip the person, you are literally scattering their flesh. You are ripping their flesh off. On the cross, Jesus Christ was broken to pieces. He was scattered so we could be gathered. He's the ultimate example of someone who gave freely. He gave of himself. And look, what, look at the harvest of righteousness that he's received. Uh, and to the degree you see that he scattered himself in order to gather you, to that degree, you will be able to say, let it go. Let's pray for a second. Our Father, we thank you that uh, uh, you have uh, scattered your gifts freely and gathered us. And through Jesus Christ scattering his own body and soul through death, he gathered us. And we pray that you would make us people who know what it's like to give freely, shockingly, lavishly, and see great fruit, a harvest of righteousness, rising up to your, uh, to your praise and your glory and to our joy and happiness. We pray you'd work through us through these texts in Jesus' name. Amen.